How we doing, everybody? Welcome back to the new episode of the podcast. Um, a lot of exciting stuff to get into. Fight Island this weekend and uh, the Covington-Woodley card from last weekend. So let's go ahead and uh, just break down what happened on uh, on the old Co- Covington card last weekend. Um, let's get started with the uh, beginning of the main card in uh, Kevin Holland and Darren Stewart. Obviously, Kevin Holland got it done. Um, but uh, those that last round there against Darren Stewart, he looked... Um, Looked like he slowed down a little bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. <coughs> Jesus got COVID or something. Just kidding. Um, but it looked like he had slowed down a little bit. Um, Darren Stewart ended up kind of ended up finishing the round on top. Uh, looked great. But Kevin Holland up until that point looked fantastic, uh, as I thought he would. His striking is on point. Um, this is probably a guy that uh, we're gonna see in the future. Um, fighting really tough guys. Uh, top, not top contender guys, but. An exciting fighter for sure, and we'll probably see him. We might see him. Might be a guy we see in the top fifteen next. Maybe it's a guy we see a uh, uh, Chimaya fight next. Who knows what's going to happen there? But um, he's been on a little bit of a winning streak lately. I think that's four fights in a row for him. Um, ended up getting that decision win versus Darren Stewart. So congratulations to Kevin Holland. And one of the only two fights I predicted. <laughs> and that second fight I predicted was. Uh, Mackenzie Dern finishing Randa Marcos with that first round armbar. I'm not really sure what Marcos was uh was doing. Um, she dropped. I don't think she dropped her, but I think she. Tri- I, I can't remember what happened, but she tripped her or dropped her. I don't really. I I can't remember off the top of my head. And uh, jumped into her guard, which was the absolute worst case scenario for her. I don't know what that was all about. I don't know if that was something she worked on. But, I mean, Mackenzie Dern is not like other girls with her jiu-jitsu game. I mean, just high, high-level world championship black belt jiu-jitsu has three submission victories in the UFC in five fights. If that tells you anything, it's absolutely insane. And, yeah, just jumped into her guard. Um, just never... I mean, when you saw her getting getting into the ground with Mackenzie Dern who just saw how big of a difference there really was in their jiu-jitsu Mackenzie just play, toyed with her like she was a white belt almost it was, it was that big of a difference um but yeah I ended up finishing her with that first round armbar exciting stuff that was the second fight I predicted correctly after that we were all just, we were all fucked up I predicted uh how stupid I am um Kazmat Shimaev the uh, new face it seems to be of the UFC, I predicted him to lose to Gerald, uh, Gerald Merchart. And I was incorrect. About as incorrect as you get. I had Merchart winning by a submission in the third round. I thought his jiu-jitsu was going to be too much for him. I thought he was going to wear him out. Crafty veteran. Um, oh, well, got knocked out in 17 seconds by Chimaev. So, uh, didn't quite go my way. Didn't quite go his way. <laughs> I don't know if y'all saw. He tweeted after the fight. Ah, fuck, what did he say? Oh, he goes, I royally fucked that up. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny. I'm go- I'm always happy when I see guys take loss as well. I don't know about you guys, but... I like it when guys take a... Take it like a champ, if you know what I mean. And then uh, the main event, not exciting at all. Just how all the Woodley fights have kind of been the last... His last few times out, unfortunately, uh, but Kobe Covington getting that fourth round TKO victory, technically a TKO victory to Tyron Woodley. Tyron, Tyron uh, tapped 
uh, due to a broken rib. Uh, I don't know if you saw how bad his broken rib was, but uh, snapped completely in half. Completely in half. So, for those of you saying, oh, he shouldn't have tapped, he was being a pussy, let's snap your rib in half and let's, uh, you know, get over it because good luck. It's going to hurt a lot. Um, so, if you haven't seen those x-rays, go look. It's fucking terrible. Uh, but Covington is on a fast track to a title. We'll see what happens. Um, I think they're either going to give him Masvidal next, which makes more sense to me as far as a money fight goes, because you can make that a pay-per-view main event, and I think everybody would tune in. Or you could just give him the winner of uh, Burns versus Usman. He could easily slide right back in there for the title. No, I don't like Covington, but he's. I just. I just wish he would drop the act at this point, because like, he's beating everybody now, and he started the act just because they were going to cut him because he wasn't. He, he couldn't sell fights, but now he can. He's going to sell fights no matter what. So if he would just stop all the bullshit, I like guys talking, but this guy is so over animated and so fake. And that, that's what's really annoying about it, is how fake it is. But it is what it is. Uh, he's a good fighter, and that's what I like to see. I like to see guys that fight well in the UFC. I know it's a crazy thing to say. Um, but we'll see what happens next for him. It's either going to be the winner of Burns and Mas and excuse me, Burns and Usman, or Masvidal. That's the only fights I see out there for him right now. All right, let's get into UFC. 253 at Fight Island in Abu Dhabi. First fight up on Fight Island. Um, I usually like to just break down the main card as usual, unless there's something in the uh, in the old grand scheme of the card um, that I want to, you know, somebody else I'd like to uh, break the card down for. And uh, for this fight. Uh, this fight card, that would be Jake Matthews versus Diego Sanchez. Uh, if y'all don't know who Jake Matthews is, he's a 13-fight uh, UFC veteran, 9-4 and four in the UFC. A uh, really good fighter. Uh, still super young to have that many fights in the UFC. He's only 26 years old. Um, he's just coming off two decision wins over Emil Meek and Rostim Ackman. Um, if you guys haven't seen him fight, he's pretty exciting to watch. High-level jiu-jitsu guy. Uh, not a whole lot of finishes um other than the uh uh his he has like six or seven submissions i believe not not in the ufc but in a what do you call it in his overall career um he's a good fighter if you guys haven't seen him fight um it'll be fun to watch him fight sanchez this weekend who of course is coming off a uh, dq win versus michael pieria if you guys haven't seen that fucking weirdest fight of all time crazy <laughs> crazy weird fucking fight and um surprisingly is three and one in his last four fights um he's had two legit wins um one over craig white and another one over mickey gall who he looked incredible against finished him in that fight looked good for a guy that's been fighting as long as he has he's been fighting in the ufc since 2005 he's been a professional since 2002 he's been he's been a professional for almost as long as um jake matthews has been alive which is insane if you think about it um i am going to take jake matthews in this fight um, probably by decision. And uh, who knows? Diego Sanchez could shock me. He says he has four fights left on his contract and he wants to uh, make the most of it. And he says he wants to. He just said today that he wanted to fight Connor, would be the ideal 
end to his career is win these three fights and fight Connor. I don't know. That's probably not going to happen. He can definitely win the three fights, but he's definitely not going to fight Connor. It, <laughs> it's almost funny to think. If it does happen, then hey, awesome, but it's not going to happen. But I will take Jake Matthews in this fight via decision. And to kick off the main card, it is an absolute insane fight. If y'all haven't, if y'all don't know who these guys are, go follow them on Instagram right now, and you'll fucking you'll find out real quick who these guys are. Go back and watch their fights. It is Hakeem Dawadu versus I am gonna mispronounce this last name and this first name, so bear with me. Zubiara Turganov. I think I got that right. I don't know. Uh, but Turganov, if I'm pronouncing his last name right, if I'm not, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Um, he's 4-1-1 one, one in the UFC, coming off a big TKO win versus Kevin Aguilar um, in February at um, in Auckland, I believe. Um, trains at Miger, uh, Miger, Tiger Muay Thai. If y'all need to know any more about his level of striking, um, go watch the people at Tiger Muay Thai train. Absolute savages, those people. Um, for example, Piotr Jan trains out there. So that's all you need to know, in my opinion. <laughs> and uh, Dawadu is a five-fight UFC veteran. He's 4-1 and one overall in the, in the promotion. Um, just coming off a split decision win versus Julio Arce. Julio Arce. And um, also incredible striking, heavy hands, 7 of 11 wins um, by knockout or TKO, which is incredible. He's had a couple of uh, TKOs in the UFC as well. Um, two guys I'm excited to watch fight. It's it's a toss-up. Um, they pretty much have the same record. Not really any more of an experience factor between the two guys. Um, but I'm going to have to take Dawadu by TKO. Probably, it's say, in the second round. Um, if you haven't seen him fight, go watch him fight right now. Drop everything you're doing. Go over to ESPN Plus and find one of his fights because he's an absolute stud. Um, this guy's going to be a problem for a long time in the UFC. But yeah, I'll take Dawadu, uh, second round TKO. Alright. Then we have Caitlin Vera versus Sajara Eubanks. And uh, Eubanks coming off a couple big decision wins. She's looked um kind of revitalized her career. She's looked fantastic in her last couple fights. Um, just beat uh, Sarah Mora, Julia Alvia. Um, just just re has really turned into um, a well-rounded fighter in, his, in her last four fights. She's training down in, uh, up in New Jersey with uh, Mark Henry now. So she's surrounded by all those guys like uh, Edson Barboza, um, fuck who else? Frankie Edgar, um, Eddie Alvarez used to be up there. I don't know if he still is up in New Jersey. Claudia Gadea. I mean, she's just surrounded by killers up there in New Jersey. Um, she even looked great in her two fights that she lost. I don't remember who the other one was, but she fought um, against Aspen Ladd to a decision that she could have. Uh, she almost finished the fight a couple times in. But after coming off the Ultimate Fighter, there was a couple. There was a lot of people saying that she wasn't, because she was fighting at 125 pounds. So there was a lot of people being like, "Oh man, I don't know. She wasn't making weight. She doesn't seem like a professional." But at 135, man, she looks fucking great. And um, yeah, like I said, has really revitalized her career. Re career revamped what she's been doing. Um, and when you train with Mark Henry, that's what you do, man. <laughs> um, anyone that trains down there with Mark Henry turns into an absolute stud. It seems um, that guy's got something in the water down in uh, New Jersey. Uh, but she is fighting no joke, a girl, and uh, 
Caitlin Viaria. Um, she is coming off a knockout loss to Irene Aldana, an absolute savage knockout loss. Um, if y'all haven't seen that, Irene Aldana is insane. She's the girl that's going to be fighting Holly Holm, I believe, October 3rd, so that's next Saturday. And um, if y'all haven't seen her fight, man, go check her out. She is an absolute stud. She is one of the greatest fights I have ever seen in the UFC. I can't remember who it was against. Um, all I know, it was U- it was the same uh, fight. It was UFC Chicago, same fight card as Darren Till versus um, Tyron Woodley. It's on the ESPN Plus, uh, not the ESPN Plus now. Before then, it was the uh, Fight Pass prelims. So go check out that fight if you haven't seen it. I can't remember who she fought, but it was an absolutely crazy war. One of the best fights I'd ever seen. Um, but Viaria has some very impressive wins. She's beat Kat Zingano. She's beat Sarah McMahon, Ashley Evans-Smith. Um, a lot of wins by submission. Um, she's probably going to be looking to take this fight to the ground. Um, so Eubanks' wrestling's pretty good. I'm not sure about her jiu-jitsu. Um, so I am going to take um, Viaria by second-round submission. I think she's going to try to take her down and choke her. So should be in should be a really fun fight. These girls are super tough. Um, so if you guys aren't excited for oh it's a girls fight, I don't know who they are. Fucking check these girls out. They're fucking savages, absolute savages. All right. And now that will bring us to Kai Cara France versus Brandon Royville. If I'm pronouncing his name right, France four one in the UFC. Um, just beat um, a stud, an absolute stud in Tyson Nam, who fought this weekend and looked fantastic. Um, trains down at City Kickboxing, obviously without Asanya, uh, Dan Hooker, Volkanovski, um, all those guys down there. Um, absolute savage fucking training camp down there. Um, for a flyweight, the guy hits hard, man. Um, and if you need an example of that, his nickname is Don't Blink. The man's fast, he hits hard. Lots of power for the... Possesses so much power for the light flyweight division. Absolutely insane power. And then, uh, unlike his opponent in Brandon Royville, um, this will only be his second fight in the UFC. He's coming off a submission win versus Tim Elliott May 30th, which is, you know, kind of... Cl- kind, not super close, but, you know, four, four months is not is not a, a fast or a, a slow turnaround, um, in my opinion. Um, pretty average turnaround, I guess you could say. Um... But if you submit Tim Elliott, you're fucking good. Let me just put that out there. Tim Elliott's high-level black belt. He's fought the best of the best. He fought Demetrius Johnson. If y'all haven't seen this fight versus... I know I say this shit a lot. If y'all haven't seen this, go see it. But I'm serious. If you haven't seen him fought Demetrius Johnson for the title, he had just came off the Ultimate Fighter and got the chance to fight the champion. He almost submitted him a couple times. He looked fantastic versus Demetrius Johnson. And that's when uh, Johnson was... um, just the absolute bee's knees. That's when he was on a tear. That's when they had to do a whole ultimate fighter just to find somebody to fight him that could try try to beat him. Um, but that's the kind of talent you got. And Tim Elliott and Royville submitted him. Um, I guess you could almost call him a little bit of a submission special, specialist. The man has won seven fights via submission. And I think he only has 14 fights in his career. Which is crazy. That's oh half of his fights by submission. That being said, I still am going to take Kai Car France. 
Um, probably knock out in the third round. I don't know. I haven't seen Brandon Royville fight. Um, I saw him fight Tim Elliott, but that's really the only thing I've seen out of him. So we'll see what happens. I think this is going to be a good... Uh, this I think there's three fighters from City Kickboxing on this card. So I think this is going to be a good um, good night for City Kickboxing. Uh, yeah, so Kai Car France, third round knockout. That'll bring us to the co-main event. This is a fight that hasn't really been talked about a whole lot, which kind of sucks in my opinion. Um, it's for the vacant light heavyweight title that John Jones vacated a couple weeks ago. Or months. I don't know. I'm not good at keeping track time. That would be one in Dominic Reyes versus Jan Blakovic. Blakovic is coming off three big wins. Listen to these names he's beat in a row. He beat Luke Rockhold, knocked him out cold last July. Not this past July, but the July before that international fight week. Then he goes out and beats Jacare. Knocks out Corey Anderson in the first round. Three fights right there. Sorry, guys, one second. Alright guys, I apologize for that. My dog started freaking out. And um, when I was in the backyard, I found a dead bat. So that was fucking weird. We don't have bats in Idaho, in Boise. So don't know where that came from. Hopefully it doesn't have COVID. <laughs> and hopefully I didn't reinfect a bunch of people. I threw it in the waste bin. So anyway, but three big knockout wins. Fucking crazy. Am I right? And something that I found quite strange about Blankovic is uh, he has more submission wins than he does knockout victories. Nine submissions to seven knockouts. Which I found oddly peculiar. So obviously Blankovic is no slouch on the ground game. And that's probably something Reyes is going to want to look out for. Um, it's probably not something he's expecting. Especially since Blankovic always talks about deep Polish power. That might be very to imitate his accent but that's what he talks about a lot and he has it he's knocked out two two out of three of his last opponents uh cold knocked him out fucking cold the only guy he hasn't finished like that is the guy he lost to and um tiago santos so something to look out for and uh reyes is coming off that on the other hand coming off that close close split decision loss to john jones um a lot of people, including myself, thought he won that fight. I thought he won the first three rounds. I could see how you gave the third round to John Jones. I'm not going to... If you thought John Jones won that fight, I'm not going to persecute you for it. But I mean, it was close, man. He was a, a ass hair away from becoming the beating the greatest of all time for the first... Someone beating the greatest of all time for the first time. Um, six and one record in the UFC. He's really he's his striking is very sneaky. He, he doesn't look like not not because he's not what what would you say not talented. It's he just kind of doesn't the way he looks doesn't come across across to you like he'd be a a dangerous a dangerous guy on the feet. And he he really really is man. Um, very super athletic division. I think they call it FBS still. I'm mean, sorry, not FBS, FCS Division One, Division One College. But um, played at Stony Brook for four years in football. Um, hope was hoping to get drafted in the NFL. 
So super athletic. He's got good takedown defense, which is good for him. Hopefully he uses that. Um, I don't think John Jones really took him down all that easy. Um, but I'm going to take Reyes via decision only because of his experience factor versus John Jones. Um, the only way I see Blankovich really winning this fight is this, is if he uh, clips him. Uh, so should be a should be a really good fight, guys. I, they haven't really been hyping it that much on the promos. They're really just kind of focusing on Adesanya versus Costa, but a fun fight to watch if you guys if you if you guys are watching the fights. Not to worry, it's gonna be a good fight. That being said, guys, it's time for the main event. Paulo Costa versus Israel Adesanya. Costa is thirteen and zero. 11 knockouts, one submission, one decision, and a guy. The decision versus Yoel Romero. That's fine. If you want to if you want to not knock finish somebody and it's Yoel Romero, that's fine. No one's going to blame you for that. That guy is basically impossible to finish. So, um he has finished his first four fights in the UFC by knockout. Um, submission skills that you don't see very often. I don't know if you guys watched the uh, countdown video. Um, but he's always training. It, look, it, it appears to see he's always training on the ground. Seeing When you see a guy like Costa that's a knockout artist, you're like, oh, he's probably just in there hitting pads all day and hitting the heavy bag. No, man, this guy is this guy is a complete mixed martial artist. I know it's tough to like the guy because <laughs> he's good-looking. He hits hard. He's strong as fuck. He looks like he's on steroids. Um, I don't really care for him either, in my opinion. But, I, I mean, the guy is a complete mixed martial artist, man. Um, if you're a Brazilian and you don't know jiu-jitsu, go fuck yourself. I mean, I'm guessing <laughs> I'm guessing that's how it works, right? Um, especially if you're an MMA fighter. So this guy has probably got some good ground skills that we just don't see, to, see too much because he likes to knock people out. So that's something we could be seeing in this fight. And uh, let me give you a little bit of a background on the striking experience of Israel Adesanya. 32-0 in amateur kickboxing. 75-5 as a pro in kickboxing. 48 professional knockouts. So, let's just see. Uh, Leave that simmer in there for a minute. I don't even think I've fought 48 rounds. Inspiring, and he's knocked out that many people in kickboxing. Fucking insane. If Costa wants to make this a kickboxing fight, it's not going to work for him. He's going to have to take him to the ground. We don't. He doesn't have any submission wins. Adesanya. Um. Does have fourteen knockouts? Obviously. Uh, excuse me. Probably. I think he's eighteen to zero or nineteen to zero. So most of his fights have been finished by knockout or decision. Um. I don't know how good he is at jiu-jitsu. He, the only really ground game we've seen from him is when he fought Kevin Gaslam and threw up that triangle in the fourth round. Um, I think he's a blue belt is what I heard Dan Hooker say in a radio interview. So, I mean, he's not a slouch. He's not terrible on the ground, but it's, it's not obviously not a strong suit. Um, but he just has an unbelievable... I know he's only 19-0 in the UFC, but the, the fight experience in general, he has over 100 fights. Yes, let's see, 75, let's see, I can do math here, 100. He almost has 90 fights just in kickboxing, plus 18 in, in MMA. He has over 100 fights, it's fucking insane. Um, I am going to take Adesanya in this fight 
by knockout in the fourth round. I think the experience in the striking is just going to be too much, and I don't see Costa wanting to go to the ground with him. So, going to be a really exciting fight. Dana White's calling it the fight of the year. Um, we'll see what happens there. All right. Let's get into some, I guess you could say, current events for uh, some fun stuff that we saw this weekend. Um, obviously, Kamzat Jemayev, man. Who's he going to be fighting next? That's what everybody wants to know. This guy's got a couple ideas. Um, at 185, um, I think he should be fighting Marvin Vittori. Um, he's the number 14th ranked guy. Tough guy, super big, strong, athletic um, coming up on the rise in the UFC, he's an Italian dude. Everyone loves Italians. His mom probably makes a good pasta. <laughs> um, but he's a big guy, man. If you had, if you didn't see him fight in his last fight, again, go check that shit out. He fought a Russian dude and just absolutely dominated him. He looked fantastic. And at 170, I think he should be fighting a, a guy you might know. His name is Neil Magny. He is the number 11th ranked guy at 170 pounds. Um... Good striker. He took some time off, and he's looked great since he came back. Um, uses his grappling a lot as well. He kind of fights similarly. Um, just not. He's just not as dominant, obviously, as Chimaev has been. But they have a pretty similar fight um, style, so I think that would be fun to watch. And uh, our last but not least, um, something I wanted to li- you guys to listen to if you haven't already, um, is Kobe Covington taking a call from the President of the United States. <laughs> Um, after he won his fight versus Mr. Woodley. So. Fake newsman. Some other guy from the streets that no one's ever heard of. So no one's ever finished him like that and beat him that dramatically. So this is the best I've ever looked. And Oh, the POTUS is calling me. Mr. President. You going to put that on speaker for us or what? Mr. President. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to try and get Donald on speakerphone. Let's see. Okay, thank you. Yeah, this is Colby Covington. Thank you so much. You might want to just give him a warning. He is on speakerphone, though. so much mr president you gave me the dragon energy when you shook my hand on sunday at your rally and it doesn't matter if king kong was in front of me i was not going to lose after getting to shake your hand uh, and beat you lose. <laughs> yeah, he's a strong looking guy too he's a tough guy he's a great fighter he was a champ and that was easy work relatively easy work for you that's a great i'm proud of you man thank you so I'm much proud of you. i just made a big speech at 35,000 people i said i want i gotta get home now to watch kobe <laughs> strong guy former champion but it didn't matter who was in there mr president after getting to see you i don't care if there was a yeah, superman yeah, in there i was beating anybody that's great colby i'm proud of you man Thank i'm you. a big fan and i'm proud of you you're tough you're tough you have the right spirit so now go win the next one and just keep it for a long time right just keep that championship for a long time but you are you are something and say hello to all the guys i appreciated the shout out tonight too I'm, I'm your fan, you're my fan. You know, two of a, two of a kind. Two of a kind. <laughs> Thank you so That's much, Mr. Great. President. I'm going to bring you the new belt to the Oval Office soon after you win you, November 3rd by a landslide. You, you are a legend. Thank you so much. Thank you. 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 Thank
you get that belt and you bring it in and I'll see you, man. We're rooting for you. I, literally, I came in from a big speech tonight. I said, I got to get back. I got to watch this, uh, this man, the man. That's so, so humbling. You keep it going. Colby, keep it going. You look great. You look fantastic. Thank you, Mr. And President. Take care of yourself, okay? Thank you so much, Mr. Very President. Very proud of you. Very proud of you, Colby. So long. See you soon. See you soon, Mr. So President. Long, Have a great night. So long, man. Bye. Bye-bye. If you guys haven't seen the video, go watch it. It looks like a goddamn kid in a candy store. It's hilarious. He's wearing the Keep America Great hat signed by Trump. Fucking hilarious interview. Anyway, that is all I have for y'all uh, this time. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, we will be back Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, somewhere in there. Uh, next week, we'll break down what happened in the action on UFC Fight Island. Um, we'll break down, hopefully, Adesanya get it, knocking out Costa in the fourth round. And uh, we will talk about fights coming up next week as per usual uh that's all i have for y'all tonight so uh thank you so much for tuning in i appreciate you guys and have a safe day bye guys